Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo show. What's up, and welcome to Social Jello with Angelo. As you saw in the title of this video, Jiu Jitsu. Is it really gentle? Is it the gentle martial art? I'm here with uh, UFC coach and Kaju Kimball Black Belt, John Hackleman. John, thanks for coming on the show. So let's just open up with that. A lot of jujitsu guys and the marketing for jujitsu is that it's the gentle martial art. What are your thoughts on that? I think, I think um, a lot of it's a uh, misconception. Like, uh, like a lot of them teach like um, law enforcement and like security and stuff like that. There's special, well, I do jujitsu and stuff. And it's great for come alongs like different holds and stuff when the guy, when there's other guys there, like if you're a police officer, you want to, you know, hold the guy here, grip the guy here, risk, risk control, stuff like that. I mean, that's all great. Um, if you're bigger than the guy, or if you have like three cops and you're arresting one guy, but when you're giving that same seminar or that same course to a 98 pound Filipino nurse, and she's taking a self-defense class because she works in a, you know, an ER that's not in a good neighborhood. And some guy, 230 pounds, is on, you know, crack and he comes in there all, you know, hypered out. He, he goes to attack her. Those gentle maneuvers, like a gentle takedown, get a mount, you know, they get control and try to get his wrist and hold him. That's not going to work. I mean, that's, that's not going to work. It works if you are much bigger than the person, or if you're, there's more than one of you. And another way it's better, like the Gracies that do it, they're great. But they've been doing it since they were kids. You know, that's their whole life. That's been eight, 12 hours a day since they're like, you know, three years old all the way up to 23. Yeah, they can, they can control those moves better. And they have that, that better. But most people that do self-defense courses aren't going to pick that kind of stuff up. So like taking someone down on the ground gently, you know, that's great. You know, if you can, uh, you know, if you can do that, you've maneuvered enough takedowns, you know, in the last 30 years, you can do that. But giving a guy a seminar or even just taking a class, you know, just a, a casual class, you're not going to be able to take someone down gently on the cement, especially if they're fighting back. You have to get aggressive with someone that's aggressive with you. This is there's no flowing aikido there when the guy is not being compliant. So it kind of it kind of bothers me when people say, "Well, the striking arts, you know, you're not being you're just as bad as the, the bully if you teach your kid to hit back." And I, I'll tell you something: more kids get hurt seriously hurt by hitting their head on the ground, on the cement or the asphalt, than they do hitting, getting hit by another kid. You just don't have the power as a kid to really hurt someone when you're punching them, but that cement is a bitch, and it's going to hurt no matter what if your head bounces off it. So I kind of don't like that. That's kind of a... Um, uh, it's it definitely it's misconceiving, and it's, uh, it's not true, 
that it's easier and more it's more it's not more gentle to take someone down unless you're doing it on the mat on a, on a cushy mat and you're doing it gently but i've even seen i'm sure you have too have you ever seen a ufc fighter get knocked out by a slam yeah imagine if that slam was on the concrete not on a mat on top of plywood with springs so it's very it's very giving and there's still people getting knocked out on it so um i disagree with the, the fact that um jiu-jitsu is more gentle um i think it's a great martial art but i think everybody has their own favorite um whether it's in the cage or in the street and if somebody attacks you a life or death situation why the fuck do you want to be gentle anyway if someone's trying to kill you in the street and you don't want to be gentle and if some it's for kids at school then you don't want to be slamming kids on the concrete because a guy in the video said this is more gentle and you're being the you're just as bad as the bully if you punch them so they end up sl smashing them on the concrete yeah like this is yeah. this more gentle yeah this kid's like he's popping them he's sitting here popping them popping them and kind of messing with them and finally the kid just comes up and up and that Dang. doesn't look very okay. gentle to me at all no and it would have been much more gentle if he punched him in the face and slammed him on the concrete so i don't you know that's that's a good selling point for them uh um you know for self-defense seminars and for kids and for parents to think wow you my kid can be like he can be like the hero he can he can go around and be gentle like a Aikido master and he can just, you know, hold people down until the teacher gets there. He can control the whole school and fight off all the bullies without ever hurting anyone. It's just so cool. It'll never happen unless yeah. the guy wants, you know, lets it. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. And I mean, again, like you saw, it, we're, there's a lot of fact, and especially if you're talking about, and there's a lot, I think there's, a lot of different points you hit but we'll start with the first one when we're talking about kids um as we both uh, coming from a psychology background we you know we all know and even in the general public knows that kids brains aren't fully developed they're developing right <laughs> they're still that's what they're in school they're developing they're learning, they're learning morals they're trying to learn how to navigate society so you give a kid these tools and you hope you teach them the responsibility to use them properly but they're still kids so like, we can say arguably that, okay, we can teach them to try to be gentle. But as you know, that, as we saw in that video, that kid's getting popped in the face. Even an adult would have a hard time restraining themselves after being popped in the face a few times when they're, when they're actually executing a technique to say they're gonna hold back, right? I'm gonna hold back after this person pushed me in the face a few times. Even an adult would have a hard time. Imagine a kid right. who doesn't have all the reasoning capabilities of a, of a full grown adult, right? So yeah, so I think you know the gentleness is goes away when they get an arm bar and they snap the guy's arm and then he's never able to use it again the same way or slam someone on his head and for the rest of his life he's with a tracheostomy and a fucking feeding tube in a nursing home from ten years old because he got smashed on his head. So you know I think punching another kid punching a kid is much safer. Because kids don't hit that hard, but getting slammed on the concrete is much less forgiving. Yeah. So that's, less and that's how I feel about that. And 
when it comes to adults, why do you want to be gentle? I mean, if it's a come along in your security and you want to lead a guy outside because he's a little drunk, yeah, you don't want to kill him. So you and your your buddy, the other bouncer, learn some some jujitsu, learn some holds, stuff like that. But if 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 it's you and and and, and two guys attack you in the street, you're walking with your wife, you can't be gentle anymore. You don't want to you don't want to put them down gently, and you don't mind you know you don't you don't mind being called the bully. You just want to go home safe and not dead. So you have to defend yourself in any means possible. And a lot of times it's punching them in the face. And a lot of times it's taking them down. I, I agree with that too. But the taking down is far from, from more, more gentle or gentler than, than the punching. They're both very violent ways to defend yourself. And I agree with both of them. But to try to package it and market it like it's it's the gentle way, you know. It's just it's 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 like I said, it's it's misinformation, misinformation. <laughs> In this day and age, I cannot believe I said misinformation. I will never say that again. And I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry, Gracie guys. I love the Gracie guys, by the way. Um, you so, know, without a doubt, Royce Gracie is one of my favorite martial arts. I, I think he's in the top three martial artists of all times. I think he is the creator, the originator, the hero behind the the evolution of, of martial arts. He's the guy. The, all the Gracies might have had a hand in it, but he's the one that actually went in the cage first and put it all on the line to prove his art. And what he proved was they're all all the arts are 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 great. But you have to be, you have to know a little of all of them. And that's what, that's what, uh, I think that's what he proved. But he did it, he did it by just getting in there. He did it willingly to take on all comers. There wasn't even a weight class. You could pull hair and kick to the, kick to the balls back. They, and they didn't even have, at some point, some of those were bare knuckle, right? Some yeah, of those things were bare, bare knuckle. They, they weren't even, they weren't even wearing, like, some guys would wear wraps. I saw some. Like, because he didn't just do, like, a lot of the people go back to the UFC footage, but he was doing that in Japan. He was going to Japan yeah. and taking on those shows that they would have over at the, I think it was the Saitama Stadium in Tokyo. I think it was that. But yeah, and he was just doing those, those, those crazy, those crazy mismatches that I don't, I don't think that would, I don't know if that would happen in modern, in now, like, in how things are now. I don't know if they would, they would allow that to happen anymore. But it's amazing that it happened. It's like, if you ever want to look up some crazy fights, you look up those yeah. old those old school Japanese shooto fights are just and he, he I mean to be honest him I'll say his family his whole family but you know they they showed that this can be this can work against a violent attacker but they get pretty violent back I mean some of those you know shoulder next thing you know the guy's shoulders sh dislocated his arm is broken his neck he's choked unconscious you know and and they're fighting on the mat still. You got to always remember the mat is huge because getting taken down on the mat, uh, you can be knocked out. Get it, but much easier, you can get knocked out or even you know severe brain damage, both chronic and and uh, acute, on the concrete. So it's my point. You know, like I said, it's, uh, the main point is you have to be violent when someone's being violent with you. And I think the way to do that is to punch them as hard as you can, as much as you can, or if you're better at it, take them down as hard as you can 
and control them or hurt them on the ground. But neither, neither is softer, neither is gentler, and neither is better or worse. It's just a different way of doing it. So I would never, as a striker, say it's much more peaceful to hit them than take them down. So if you actually take them down, you're just as bad as the as the bully. You're not just as bad. When you get attacked and you defend yourself, you're never as bad as the attacker. Yeah, and again, I, um, kind of breaking down, because there was a few points you made. You made the point about how... Once and, again, let me, let, me, let me just say one thing. And again, I love those Gracies. I think Royce is one of the three best martial artists ever of all times. That's Royce Gracie. And I think uh, Royan, Royan and, and his brother that, that do all the stuff now, I mean, they were given a great um, a tool, a great product, right? You know, and, and, and I think they've done wonders with it. But I think it's easy to do wonders and, and, and talk about, you know, other arts and stuff. You know, like, I don't think Hoist would ever do that when he was actually in there fighting with them. He's not going to say, well, the kickboxer, he's not dangerous. He knew everyone was dangerous, so he fought accordingly. But, you know, these guys, you know, I love what they do, you know, trying to protect everyone. But I think it's, it's, it's kind of rude to say that if you hit someone who's bullying you, you teach your kid that, then you're just as bad as the bully. I think that's a terrible message. Yeah, and again, I think I think you're you're being really clear here. Like, we're you're not we're not talking shit about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and we're not disrespecting the Gracie lineage at all. You're actually just going after this, so, and not all. And another thing I need to add to this too: not all uh, Gracie schools or BJJ schools are saying this either, right? No. Most it's, aren't. Most yeah, aren't. Most aren't. Most aren't. We're gonna we're gonna say that. I, I probably should have said that first. Most aren't saying that their art is the, the gentle art. And by doing this, you can control the fight without hurting anyone. Most aren't saying that, but some are, which is why we're having this conversation. I mean, when you, yeah. when you mentioned it to me on, on Facebook, I immediately thought of the place I train at. That's what their slogan is. I'm not going to say the name of the place out of respect for the place that I cross train with, but that is their slogan. The idea that it's, it's a gentle, it's a gentle art. It's an art that could be taught to a businessman. It's a gentleman's art, right? <laughs> that kind of a thing. And, and, and I, was just, I was joking around one of the purple belts just on Friday of like, yeah, it's the gentle art. Your knee looks pretty jacked up today because <laughs> his knee was all fucked up from training the day before. And we, were, and we just laughed at that the whole concept of how some people come in with the misconception. And we say it's a great marketing ploy. It's a great marketing strategy for people that have never done it on art to try to calm, to try to, uh, how do I say, calm them down to keep them from being too intimidated. It's, it's yeah. a great marketing tool to get them into something that can be very intimidating for people by saying, Hey, it's a gentle art. Yeah. We're not, you don't and have to worry say, about, you know, oh, you never, we'll never get hurt here. You'll just roll around and you'll have a great time. And you know, you'll learn the gentle this and you won't have to get hit or learn how to hit. That's yucky to hit people because that's rude. Um, <laughs> but then, I mean, to be honest, I mean, and they get in a fight and, and when the fist starts flying, yeah, go for the takedown. That's great if you can get it. And then next thing you know, somebody's biting the side of your face off and trying to gouge an eye while you're trying to get a double leg, you know, and they're yeah. you know, they, they have a little bit of takedown defense and you don't expect any kind of other violence coming and then you leave things open. It's like when a jujitsu guy 
is fighting MMA and he's trying to shrimp out of a, a mount and he puts both of his hands on his opponent's knee and the guy just starts pounding his face. Next thing you know, he's knocked out because uh, learning how to escape uh, bottom or even do takedowns without getting punches thrown at you is a lot different than when they actually are being thrown at you. And I'm not, and, 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 like even, I said, and, even, and even in the MMA setting, I saw another video the other day of a guy trying to do an Imanari roll to, to lock in a leg lock. And he, like, again, he's, he obviously practices a lot in a jiu-jitsu setting and not in an MMA setting. And as soon as he had both his hands on the guy's legs to do the barambolo to get into it, both his hands were down. The guy just started, it took like two or three seconds and the ref had to pull him off him. So like, again, it's not talking badly about the art itself. No. There's just certain gaps that show up if, and you're coming from- In again, both, like, in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in both. both, like in I, both. I'll tell you You're this. only a striker, right? What? Like you can have a problem with takedowns. Right. So like- So if, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a jujitsu guy and I'm on the bottom and I'm trying to shrimp out of both of my hands and I get knocked out because I, I, I'm doing it a jujitsu way, then it's not effective. And I, but I'll say the same thing if you're a uh, if you're a striker, only a striker, and you're standing up straight because you want to get as much torque and power leveraged as you can with your punches, and you're not you're not even you know you're not looking for a takedown at all, getting taken down. You just want to get as much power as you can to that guy. You know, um, you're going to get taken down and pounded. So. As a striker, you have to learn basics of uh, takedown defense and uh, bottom escape. Even if you don't like grappling or wrestling, you have to learn those. If you're a wrestler, you have to learn how to avoid the punches coming in before you get the takedown, or else you're going to get knocked out. If you're a jujitsu guy, you have to learn the, the you know how to defend striking while you're going for submissions or takedowns or you're going to get knocked out so no matter what your art is you have to learn the other ones now Royce Gracie taught us that he taught us that and we're making the best of it Bruce Lee said it years ago Bruce Lee said this back in the late 60s Bruce Lee said this in the late 60s you know you have to be able to defend takedowns you know etc but Royce showed us that so I think that they're all, it's now, you have to know all three and you have to throw in the fourth, which is physical conditioning, or else you'll never last long enough. You won't have, have enough gas in your uh, gas tank enough to go on after the first initial 20 second burst of, of a street fight thing. And then before we wrap up, one point I wanna get back to that you briefly mentioned at the beginning of the video was this whole idea of people going to these seminars, quote unquote, these corporate seminars that are probably being run by their by their company HR department or whatever the hell PR department, <laughs> they get together with with a martial arts school to bring everyone in to show them a few techniques for the day at a, at a company barbecue or whatever at the park. So like <laughs> they try to bring them in and show them. They'll bring a jujitsu person to show them. Okay, well you know you can do this A B C or a technique, but not taking in consideration the fact that that's only one day compared to years of training to right. really hone and, in on and, something. Right? And one of my things is when I was a registered nurse working in the ER, one of the classes we had to take, we had to take every two years was MOB, managing assaultive behavior. 
MAB, MAOB, management of, wait, MOAB, management of assaultive behavior. So we had to learn these. And yeah, I'm the only guy, I, I have to actually take this class. I'm a, I'm a registered nurse. I'm the, I'm, I think I was a kickboxing world champion at the time, but I had to take this same class along with a bunch of 85 to 95 pound Filipino nurses, right? And we're learning the same thing. So I'm like, asking the guy, I said, I, I don't want to get these ladies killed. You're teaching them like wrist locks if a guy grabs them in the ER. And it's like, it was the worst techniques I've ever seen. It just baffled my mind. So that always, I always remember that. And then when we taught uh, self-defense anti-bullying at some of the grade schools, they would say, what if somebody gets in our face and starts shoving us, what should we do? And I said, you punch them in the face and then you know you yell for somebody to call a teacher, but you have to hit him first or else he's gonna hit you. And they asked us not to come back anymore to the classes because you have to, you, they actually said this, they have to hit you first and then you go and run and tell a teacher if you're still a fucking, uh, if you're not comatose. Oh man! Uh, you just brought back a bunch of uh, a bunch of bad memories of me being in detention for the same shit. <laughs> See, and, and my my shit was different because number one, I grew up in the Kaju Kempo world in Honolulu, Hawaii, and fighting in school was accepted. And and the teachers would come break it up. Sometimes they take you to the office and you know spank both of your butts or something uh, with a paddle. Um, and sometimes they're just saying, get, get to class. But you didn't get in trouble for fighting back in the day. Yeah, no, but if was, you didn't fight, what? It was weird. Like, I think, I, I remember there was a distinct change somewhere. And I don't know what happened because I was a kid. So I don't know what was happening in the in the bigger scheme of things as far as the, the world was concerned. But I know like somewhere in the 90s, somewhere in the 90s between fourth and fifth grade. In fourth grade, before fourth grade when I was a kid. So it was just like probably early 90s. It was okay for two kids to scrap. And it wasn't like we were trying to kill each other. They'd screw off, they'd scrap. A teacher would break it up. You'd both go home, the end. But something happened at my school. There was some big gang issue that happened. And around fifth grade uh, in California, they made an announcement because they changed schools and they had the same rule. And they made this huge announcement on assembly saying, from now on, if we see anyone fighting for any reason, everyone's getting in trouble. Everyone. It doesn't matter who started it. We're putting, we're, we're putting it, we're giving everyone suspensions. And then the second time you're being expelled, they had this like very zero tolerance policy towards violence. And Which they, I agree and, with, and, by and, the way. And, and that other rule that said, you have to, you can't punch back. Like right. the person, and they, I remember I watching this meeting, I was like, oh shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> I have to let these, these gang members punch me in the face and they gang up on you and in groups of two, three or more. So I have to let them hit me first before i hit them back and I, i'm like i'm just gonna run i don't know how to get around letting three people pound me and hope that i can yeah, get past th that <laughs> i mean to be honest that's when uh that's when good parenting comes in that's when your parent says you go hit them if you get in trouble for uh hitting someone that's been picking on you i'll take you for ice cream and give you a reward so i mean i mean that's i think that's that's a big thing. We do that now in class where we talk to the parents and the parents, we tell the kids, you hit, you hit first. If someone's picking on you, you hit first. And we, we talk to the parents. The parents say, yeah, 
I'll back you up on that. You hit first because you were being picked on. We'll take you out for ice cream. And if you get suspended for three days, man, we'll take you to Disneyland or something, you know, some shit like that. That they're they're supporting their kids, defending themselves and not being bully targets. Because if you don't hit back, now all of a sudden you're a bully magnet and you're gonna get picked on the whole your whole fucking life. And when you are, that that all of you if you join the military, you'll be the little fucking bitch in, in basic training. And when you get married, you'll be a fucking bitch in the in, in your in your marriage. Oh, no. And at your job, you're you're just gonna be the little bitch. You're gonna be that guy. Because you couldn't defend yourself in school, so now you're just the magnet of everyone that wants to pick on you, right? You're gonna be wearing this, be in the corners. You're gonna be, you're gonna be that guy. You're gonna be that beta, and we don't want that. So, <laughs> well, I think that's an excellent way to wrap up our conversation on whether jiu-jitsu is gentle or not. I think and I, let me just say, before we close, before we close, some of my best friends happen to be some of the best grapplers in the world, in the whole world. I'm not, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to, 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 to be able to hobnob, hang out with, uh, train with, um, um, you know, work out, train against, um, get 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 lessened by some of the best grapplers in the world. Not in you know, not in my hometown. You know, in the world. I'm talking you know, in the fucking world. Guys like you know, Ricardo Borio, Mario Smeri, you know, Jacare. Um, you know, some of these guys. You know, I've trained with them. You know, Scott Epstein. I was on the same team as he was with the you know, Ultimate Fighter. Um, so I, I I've got to compare notes with these guys. I've got to roll with them, train with them, you know, hit them while they're defending, and then they're them and them on, be on top of me while I'm defending. So I, I kind of, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to be able to train with, fight with, and be on the same team and against some of the best grapplers on this planet. So when I'm talking, I'm not just talking from like some guy that likes to punch and I'm a rough guy and. You know, I I was a you know what I never I wasn't involved like I was. You're not talking like a keyboard warrior or like undefeated street street cred. I have a little bit of street cred. So when I say that, I say that with the utmost respect for the Gracie family, for all the great jujitsu guys. Half half of my fight team would rather go to the ground and submit than than stand striking. You know. So we, we actually, you know, we train our guys to do that if that's what they'd rather do. So, but in the street, whatever works, use it and don't worry about, uh, uh, you know, being, don't worry about getting suspended in school if you're a kid. Worry about not being a bully target or a bully magnet. So, dang, that's a good ending. I think so. I think so. So before we wrap up, also, um, if you're a martial artist, you're interested in martial arts, and you want to have these kind of conversations, check out what's going on. Please check out the Pit Kajukembo Ohana page on Facebook. We're we're open to the public, so just send us your your questionnaire and go from there. And I got a good one too, a new one, and you can see all a lot of these techniques and my methodology and philosophy. You can go to pitmaster.blog pitmaster.blog 
Yeah. All right, John. Well, thanks for coming out, man. And to all the right. listeners, thank you for checking out Social Bill with Angelo. Hit like. Hello, and guys. Catch you all next time. Peace. All right, bro. See you guys.